0: Ag Tire Talks, driving yield through tire technology, sponsored by Michelin Agriculture. James Tushner here with Ag Tire Talk. I'm with Chris Neidert, Marketing Training Development Manager for Agricultural Tires for Trelleborg. Thank you for coming on the show.
1: James, hello to you. Always good speaking with you. Thank you, thank you. Well, we've got some
0: awesome products that we're going to talk about today, and specifically the TM1000 um, PT, which is the progressive traction. We're going to talk about the idiosyncrasy of that, but before we do, I just did the no-till conference, the National No-Till Conference up there in Louisville, really enjoyed doing that classroom. And it was interesting, Chris, in the classroom, one of the guys is like, hey, I'm seeing all these Trelleborgs on all these new tractors. Like who's Trelleborg? Yeah. So maybe we can you open know, with that.
1: And James, that's great because uh, Trelleborg, we're a large, huge global company. And, and we've got several divisions, but our group, we're called the Wheel Systems Group. We have many manufacturing facilities in Europe, but we're very proud of our two manufacturing facilities here in North America, Spartanburg, South Carolina, Charles City, Iowa. And besides agricultural tires, we build ma- uh, material handling, construction, and even motorcycle tires. But obviously, we're going to focus on the ag portion.
0: Well, let's talk about the branding just for a moment because I don't think everyone understands your two-tier approach. So why don't you talk through the Trellibor VTAS uh, branding and your strategy for North America with the with
1: brands? And I think, some people know but we purchased the Metas uh, business from a company called CGS several years ago and uh, that just enhanced our portfolio so we position the Trelleborg as the ultra premium tire uh, as i tell everybody we build some of the finest tires in the world the Metas brand comes in on the the next tier where it's uh, uh i don't want to say a more price sensitive tire mm-hmm. but it is but they're both uh oe level tires trelleborg has a lot of oe fitments mitos has uh, james a lot of oe fitments that we're really proud of
0: yeah i think i i you know i just noticed that on that um the big deer um combine they were showing at farm progress that mitos was a rear fitment on that so uh, yeah yeah and we're going to talk about the oe fitments okay so um good background on who trelleborg is So now we get into um, the TM-1000 and it's PT. Um, It's my understanding there's a difference between the TM-1000 PT and just the TM-1000. Why don't you just touch on that from a broad perspective um, as a starting point?
1: Well, James, uh, and and we do have two tires, similar names, uh, but the PT and the TM-1000 name stands for progressive traction. We have an innovative tread design. We're the only one in the industry that has this type of tread design, and what it is, it's a additional step off the main lug. And it, it the first thing it does is just what the name implies: uh, traction. A tire with our progressive traction has about fifteen to eighteen percent more traction than a tire without it. Also, the lug base is a wider, uh, with that wider lug base, it reduces the tread squirm. So you get a nicer ride on the road and you get improved tire wear. And it also helps with an increased footprint, uh, James, because footprint's one of the big things, as we know, in agriculture.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things that struck me, it is a unique tread design. It is atypical um, from just a traditional, standard um, R1W uh, or R1 bar lug design so I encourage all of our listeners just listening to go on the data page where the Trelloborg data book is or the, the Trello, find the trellaborg information online to take a, a look at it because um, it is different and I can see where that um, you know really wider lug at the base is going to reduce that tread squirm which is always a good thing especially when you're um, eroding so all good Interesting look to that um, tire. All right, so let's talk through the sizes. You know, at a first pass, you've got about twenty sizes. Um, they're all VF. Why? Why'd you choose all VF?
1: Well, you know, VF. There's another nice subject, James, that we talk about a lot, and uh, I'll bring in IF and vf and those two concepts and how those evolved you know farmers years ago they understood that if they got that footprint to get bigger squat out or get larger they would reduce the soil compaction let me i'm going to digress a minute to soil compaction you know there's been some studies done that um so obviously, soil compaction, we're all going to agree that if you reduce soil compaction, you're going to improve the yield. So Penn State did a, a study that they showed the top portion of the ground of for about the 8 to 12 inches. That's called oh, the huh, top study. soil portion. Mm-hmm. And the thing that greatly influences compaction is ground pressure or contact pressure. Well, guess what influences the contact pressure? the tire, the tire footprint. So anything you can do to get it larger uh, will help reduce that compaction. VF technology, VF stands for very high flexion. And what that enables the user to do, that enables the user to run less air pressure and still carry the load at uh, at that certain air pressure. So That's a big deal to to farmers, and actually, VF lets you run up to forty percent less air and still carry that same load. Let's get down to
0: brass tacks for a moment. So, when it comes to the air pressures, right? A common air pressure for say standard row crop tires, forty-eight, eighty-fifties, is about twenty-five psi. Typical, right? Twenty-four row planter or whatever you got, right? Yes. So, with this VF, it's forty percent less, which takes you down to 15. So really what I'm getting down to is how does that impact? So are we talking about a 40% or so it's almost a one-to-one ratio reduction in soil compaction?
1: Now, or how would you James, explain that? Yeah. I, some of those numbers, you can't always say, if I go down, if I take the air pressure down 40%, I'm going to reduce that footprint. What it does though, James, it makes that footprint not only wider, it makes it longer. And what happens there is it, again, continues to reduce that ground pressure. I'm not a student of exactly those percentages that you're saying, but at the end of the day, the big deal is the footprint gets larger, that contact pressure that affects that compaction gets dramatically reduced. And and you just use 25 to 15, that 10 PSI, is gonna make a big difference on the footprint.
0: So really what you're what you're saying is, is it really equates to pounds per square inch to the sole, right? So instead of 25 pounds per square inch, you're talking about 15.
1: Yeah. So. And actually what we actually measure the footprint in is square inches. So okay. again, as that uh, size changes uh, and, and the footprints or the square inches gets higher because the higher the square inches, that means there's more contact area. So there that's what you're trying to achieve. And the VF. Uh, tire, you know, IF the other I mentioned that a little earlier that stands for improved flexion, and those were the first kind of technology that changed the tire world. And actually, that's does uh, that's deals with the sidewall strength that lets that's what lets the end users run less air pressure. So IF is improved flexion, and that's twenty percent. But pretty much, James, the market's going to VF because, again, I use the example, would you rather run 40% less air or 20% less air? And obviously, you know where that's going to go because we get that bigger footprint. (laughs) That's why you chose all VF for this line. Yeah. So I think we'll see that market go towards that VF technology, James. The market's going to do that.
0: Sounds good. So really, at the end of the day, for a nice, clean takeaway, what we're talking about is really not the footprint getting with VF with 40% less air pressure that much wider, maybe it's a little bit, but really what we're talking about is a dramatically significantly longer footprint.
1: That's there you go, James, you've broke the code right there. You know, everybody wants to think it's wider. It's that elongation that again, reduces that ground pressure. You see, I keep saying the same thing, but that's, that's what we're dealing with. And again, I think the farmers all know this.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's talk through just an overview of the sizes. You know, you've got some uh, North America sizes that I'm very familiar with. You've got some of the row crop, the VF480-8050s, good mechanical front wheel drive. You've got some 71070R42. 7, but really, um, we're, what we're talking about today are some sizes that are not as typical. However, we're seeing more and more entrants um, with these particular size arrays with some of the, your um, more recent OE fitments. So, um, why don't you run us through the three sizes that we're going to talk about today?
1: Yeah, uh, the the sizes we've just recently added and we've rounded it out. The, the sizing offering is now 22 sizes. But the three sizes okay. here, James. VF 965R46. Now, where that is used is on the large horsepower tractors, the Fent 1000 series, the class, uh Xerion and Axion uh, tractors, John Deere 9R, those huge, large horsepower tractors. Another size VF 750 75R46, another High horsepower tractor size and VF710 60R38. Those two sizes there, the VF710 6038 and the 96546, those would be a nice front and rear tire combination. But the fitments, James, would be the Fent. You know, I call the Fent the Lexus attractors because uh, they're the high horsepower uh, tractors that if you're you know, farming a lot of acres, these are the tractors that you're going to buy the, those, those I mentioned right there.
0: Well, that's a good, good uh, point that I want to bring up. So really what we're talking about here is two broad fitments. We're talking about mechanical front wheel drive High horsepower, 350, 400 horsepower stuff. We're also talking about the four-wheel drive arenas as well, right? Um, so it re- really, too, but all catering toward the more large agricultural fitments with this TM1000 progressive traction.
1: Yes, you're exactly correct, James. That's where Trelleborg shines in the high horsepower arena because there's not very many manufacturers making these sizes, James. So we're, we're in a, in an elite group right here with those tractor manufacturers.
0: Awesome. So let's just talk about um, the tractor fitments for a bit. So you mentioned FENT 1000 series, um, which is the MFWDs similar to a Deere 8R. So, um, are these, so are these actual OE fitments that are happening right, right now?
1: Yes. Uh, and I'll, okay. I'll, I'll hang on the FENT a while. You know, we have a tremendous relationship with ADCO, which builds the FENT tractor. These are built in Germany and we are on some of those, the standard fitments. So when you go okay. in to order a tractor, you'll see the Trelloboard brand uh, come up uh, being able to order. So we're really proud of that, James. Very nice.
0: That's hence why that I keep hearing about at the no till There's a lot of fit um, uh, guys out, out there um, that, at, at this particular conference. Good, good. So, um, so you've got OE's on fe- o- a number of OE fitments on the larger fence. You've got a number of OE fitments on the larger clauses as well. Was there some deer in there as well?
1: Yeah, the Gear 9Rs, uh, some okay. of those, again, that's the big high horsepower uh, John Deere tractors that we have some placement as well, yes.
0: Awesome, awesome. Okay, so we talk through the tractor piece, super exciting with this line. Now you also have um, some sprayer option for flotation as well. Um, I see a 650-65R38 offering. Um, so, so are you catering toward like an R forty thirty-eight um fitment as well? Yes, James. Uh, so you
1: yes, yeah, so you know this the sprayer business is getting specialized. The, the the users will run what we call the flotation tires coming up in spring planning. So they get that flotation. The six fifty sixty five thirty eight is probably the most popular um sprayer size. Now let me let me say a thing about our VF seven ten sixty thirty eight. Okay. What that does, James, uh, that is the same height as a 650-65. Oh, interesting. But the 710 gets you a little wider footprint. So you know, you a lot of times you have to keep the the specifications similar because they have to fit into the vehicle. They got to go under the fender wells. So that our 760, sorry, 710-60-38, again similar in diameter rolling circumference to that 650 but those two James you cover a lot of the sprayer market with those two sizes you're exactly correct but the okay, so 650 probably is the most popular
0: it is so I just want to be clear because that's a big nice clean takeaway so what you're saying is an so R4038 typically will have a 650 65, 38 flotation option out in the marketplace but what you're saying is is you can actually obviously we want to check with your tire dealer first Make sure the clearances everything works right. That's always we always say get the sign off first before you do anything. Yes. But what you're saying is is that 710 60 38 can actually go in lieu of the 650 65 38 and give you a little bit wider footprint.
1: Yes, if you stood those two tires up next to each other, they would be almost the exact same height.
0: That's what you
1: just said. I didn't wider, realize that. We go to our wider comment there, James, and you know what that means less ground pressure.
0: Now, I'll tell you what, the combo of that, the VF plus
1: the wider section
0: width by another 60 millimeters, I mean, that's awesome for the sprayer guys. So um, glad we covered that. Good, good. Okay, so let's get on to your speed rating. So, you know, D's been around fine. These are dual stamp DE. Why don't you give us a little color as to why that, why you did that?
1: Yeah, and these load indexes, James, that we're using on these are high. You know, again, the manufacturers continue to build bigger machines, so we have to respond with the tire. But you bring up a good point there. You know, uh, these VF tires, I'm going to say, have two load indexes and two speed ratings. And if we just use the 96546 as an example, um, this is a 193D. So they'll give you a little... uh, nomenclature refresher here the 193 is the load index that dictates how much how much weight the tire can carry at a certain air pressure the d is a 40 mile an hour tire so you could comfortably drive that tire at 40 now the dual marking is it's a 190 E so what happens and this is a this is what we talk about all the time the E is a 43 mile an hour speed now so yeah, what you can is. do you can drive the tire faster but now as what happens with any kind of uh, situation when you go faster the load limit gets reduced when you go slower your load capacity increases so right here we have a 193d or a 190 E. so again the faster you drive you you're able to carry a little less weight so you have to pay attention to that off the load table but that's a good it's a Great. good point there jane so
0: clean takeaway so when you're re- increasing speed you can't carry quite as much load
1: correct at, the same, air pressure, we at gotta, the same air pressure again we have to draw make a little baseline there but yes you are correct
0: awesome awesome okay so let's talk about the low tables. You know, one of the things that I've noticed about these low tables, VF, oftentimes they're just one speed, but these are multiple speeds. Why don't you talk through that?
1: You know, once again, Trellborg, we try to be at the forefront of technology and we've done it now with low tables because what, and you, James, you brought that up. I don't want to say the old, but the early uh, entries of the VF market, we had one speed. So it didn't matter whether you're going five miles an hour or 40, it would be the same uh, air pressure and load. Well, we need to get a little more refined with that because you really need to pay attention to the speed that you're going again. When you go slower, you're able to carry more weight. So our load tables now, James, uh, uh, and thank you again for bringing that up, uh, our load tables go down to five miles an hour. So as an example, I go back to my VF 96546. It goes from five miles an hour all the way up to 43 miles an hour. So it's you're covered, you can dial in that air pressure correctly. So you get the, the maximum footprint size, which gives you the best, lowest compaction, the best traction, the best wear and the best ride. And that's, that's really what you want to do. You you know, you're spending a lot of money on these tires. You want to really do whatever you can to get them to last. Our tires last anyhow, but uh, they, they, you know, running the correct air pressure is paramount.
0: Well, and the other piece too is, did you not do this? Um, go and do the multiple speed load table because the CTIS, central tire inflation systems coming on speed on, on board across the, the marketplace?
1: You know, again, from being a tire Guy, We always would love the user to run one air pressure in the field and run another pressure on the road because, again, if you look at load tables, uh, you want to, the, the, again, the optimum tire wear use performance will let you vary the air pressure, and you're exactly right. Uh, James, with the central tire inflation system lets you, because that's what we would love. Uh, We would love for you to be able to vary that. And that's, you're right, James. Thank you for bringing that up.
0: Well, correct me from Rombo. You can get to the, from the mid twenties, all the way down to single digits. If you got CTIS plus the more innovative VF tables, I mean, you can get way down there in the mid single digits.
1: Oh no. And and again, you dial it right in. And again, you really only got to remember maybe two pressures, one for the field, one for the road. And you're right, James, turn, uh, dial it down. And again, it's, you're ready to go. Very good. Well,
0: that's a great synopsis on the team of thousand PT, by the way, the progressive traction, because the PT being the VF, a version of that, any closing thoughts on this highly technical tire?
1: No, James, you know what else I would just say, and and, and we have a, a really good uh, website, and I'll just tell, I'll say our web site address, it's www.trellaborg.com forward slash E-N dash U-S forward slash wheels. I realize that was a lot, a lot there, but our website is. Has just a tremendous amount of information. You can get to the data book with the load tables from here, and uh, a lot of information right there, James.
0: Well, with one of the highly technical tires, it's important to get the load tables, and that's one other big, clean takeaway. You always have to double check with the tire dealer, but really, it's more and more important to have all of the robust information at your fingertips as we continue to move forward. You know, I'll close with this. Um, thanks for coming on the show with this particular product offering certainly fits the driving yield through tire technology piece all the way from the sophisticated load tables all the way to all vf all the way to vf all the way to the progressive traction um innovative lug design so appreciate you doing that looking forward to the next one and what you've got up your sleeve for the next time around
1: James, always, uh, as I say, it's always ha- good having cerebral discussion with you. And uh, we're always happy to talk about Trelloborg and Meatus products. Thank you. Awesome.
0: Thank you.